Welcome to Casual Babble. Hey, it's your boy, BC Babble. This conversation could get a little Now, weird. I'm not trying to say that I'm a nerd, but we are definitely about to get our nerd on. So, this is Casual Babble. Boom. All right. <laughs> so, I don't know if I told you last time we hung out, but did a recent recording session, like in the past month, where I did not click the record button Ooh. until an hour and a half afterward when Ooh. I went to turn it off. <laughs> Oh my! Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That's like podcasting one on one, though. Yeah, I really, yeah, right. <laughs> Thankfully, um, there's a new camera installed, so they caught the moment where that happened. Ooh! And since I turned it on when I meant to turn it off, you got the audio moment too. Oh, <laughs> are you gonna like use it as a blooper? I don't know. You need I to. think so. You have like, to. <laughs> I think when I think when Tayflo uh, does maybe her her uh, training I can like send it to her and she can be like kids this is what you don't do when you're recording your podcast <laughs> actual visual proof visual proof visual and uh, crisp audio proof oh boy did you have <laughs> someone in here with you yeah it was her I, uh, I, was, I was interviewing her for like oh the third my. episode of the show and I was like oh my god and then what, you, did you she got know? she didn't realize oh until wow. I went to turn it off we both had the same reaction. Like those are oh, like double no. whammies. Yes. So what did you do? Did you like we set up another recording session? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was like in the middle of the week, so we just came in on the weekend and we did it. <laughs> okay. Pretending like the the stories that we shared we've only heard for the first, first time. time. <laughs> first yeah. time. First of time. <laughs> Rewriting history for the sake of the show. That's the showbiz. That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> well, hello, you beautiful individual. Welcome back to the show. It's BC Babbles, and this is Casual Babble. And in the studio, gracing the airwaves today is a long time friend of mine i have not seen her in way too long please <laughs> welcome miss jasmine miles hello how are you doing today hello. <laughs> how's the week been for you you know it, it was a week it was a working week mm -hmm. you have your ups and downs but for sure i'm glad to see the weekend yeah yeah if it wasn't for these two beautiful rest and reprieve days i'm not sure if i'd still be alive is it rest you know what? It should be. It's supposed <laughs> to be. I think that's like what they sell you when you're a child. Uh -huh. Weekends are supposed to be rest. You know what? Honestly, up until this last year, I feel like um, Saturdays and Sundays were always like my sleep in day. Mm -hmm. But now lately, it's only been Sundays. Sundays only have been Sundays. like my, you know what? You don't have anything planned. And I think because I've strategically made it so I don't have anything in the early morning. Sure. So, um, yeah, because... Anything that I need to be at starting at 12 is early for me. Ooh. So ooh. here I am. <laughs> now, at least on Saturdays, though, are you doing preferable things as opposed oh, to Monday through Friday? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I don't think I've done anything I don't want to do on a weekend right. in a long time. <laughs> so it's it's active, but it's not like unnecessarily demanding. Yeah. Or taking more out of you than it should. Right. And let me put a disclaimer out. This has only been for the last few months. Uh -huh. When I say, no, I take that back, couple of months. Because few months. means more than two. Right. And it has not been more than two. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but I've literally been like caged in. So I'm going to accept that I'm I'm out and about early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you and I have not gotten to really sit down since you and I were working back over off of Martin Luther King Boulevard in right. Charlotte. And we went our kind of different business ways for a hot minute. So let's talk about your transition. So talk about the position you got into moving from Lincoln property mm -hmm. and how, uh, and just what that experience has been for you up until this point. Oh my gosh, it has been a lot. Yes. Um, because with Lincoln, I, I didn't have a choice. I was permanently furloughed. Yeah. So I had to really like dig into my network and 
I was given opportunity to work um, with insurance. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never been a salesperson. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to be a salesperson. Yeah. But bills are coming. Yeah. <laughs> and most importantly, I really needed health care. Um, so it was just a decision I had to out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I love it. I do not. Right. <laughs> Did you did you hear that low? That it was it was a low register, okay. a little bit of vocal fry. Oh, oh like it gosh. came from your soul when you said oh that. <laughs> so I work in Medicare. Um, I work with um, insurance company that provide like Medicare plans. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first heard about it, it took about three months for training, getting your licensing, and all those kind of things. Um, so that part of it, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm doing yeah. something good for the people, mm-hmm. for the people. Yes, but. Actually being on the sales floor, mm-hmm. a.k.a. on the phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I do work from home, so let yeah. me put that out there. So that's that's easy as well. But, oh, my God. it. I've been raised in the South. And all my life, I have been taught to respect your elders mm-hmm. and not always be respectful and things of that nature. Honey, you, I have to be real strict with them sometimes. Like, yeah. listen, you're not going to talk to me like that, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to, ma'am, I, I'm trying to, ma'am, ma'am. I'm trying to help you. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's 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 been a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I've been actively working. Yeah. On getting a new job <laughs> mm. <laughs> for mm-hmm. months now. For months, and I've been a little picky because I mean, fortunately, I am in a position at the moment to kind of take my time and find yeah a different job. But I mean, I'm nowhere near where I need to make financially. Like always, isn't mm-hmm. that always the case? That's the basic tune of life, really. And just overall happiness. Uh Uh-huh. For so long, I wanted to work at home because I thought it would be so cool. Right. Right. Listen, I have gained like 30 pounds. Same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Working from home. Can't do it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And just the social scene. I always told myself I was an introvert, and which I am, but like I'm selective. Yeah, very selective about my introvertness. I've, yeah, and I've seen you around the friends that you've you've chosen to have right. in your circle, and you are lively around them, right? For I, sure. And I've realized even more so, I'm a really <laughs> lively person. So since I've been working from home, now when I actually do go out, yeah, I am like, hello, how, how are, are you? you? Doing? Hi, hi, I'm Jasmine. <laughs> Please don't let me go home yet. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it's just all those things. I mean, at the moment, I felt like you know when. My job was furloughed um, last year. I literally felt my life was falling apart. Mm. It was just like one thing after the next, after the next. But I'm at a point now where I realized it was a transition. Yeah. Very transitional moment in my life where I'm mm-hmm. like, you have to figure out what you want to do. Right. But what are we going to be doing for the rest of these years? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So I, I'm more understanding of the process. Gotcha. But I still hate it. So <laughs> when it came down to, was there any kind of like headway or like, uh, kind of notice prior to it that this might happen with the company that you were with at the time that you might get furloughed. No, it was sudden. No, it was yeah, just just completely sudden, like out of nowhere. I, you know, I'm a very um, nonverbal communicator, so I pick up on those signs. Right. And something was just not sitting right with me. Okay. But um, I mean, I definitely didn't have an idea that like my job would be you know up for. Um, dismantling (laughs) um so that was like i've never experienced that before um and it's so funny because when i first started uh, with that company one of my coworkers at the time had told me like yeah that's kind of a thing like in this industry that we're in um sometimes people get furloughed and you know they just replace you and keep moving i was like 
what? That's that's insane. Like, why now, would I do that? Is it furlough in the sense that like y- the job itself goes away, or do they just replace the person in the job? Um, they replace the department in the company. Oh, so they no longer you're no longer part of their company. So oh. they yeah. So um, I was offered the position to stay with the company. Um, it was not a good fit at all. Like uh-huh. literally within four days, I put in my my immediate notice. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the capacity they were thinking you might take on instead? Um, still doing the major grunt work, uh-huh. but it was even more chaotic than the position I had before. Oh. Um, so it was just like, you and know. And the position you had before. Was already stressful yes, enough, as yes. you know. Uh-huh. Um, so it was just like what is this like yeah. why why am i here uh-huh. um so like all the basic benefits that i had with the job originally so um it was you know your basic health plan uh-huh. um paid time off yeah um pretty decent wage at the time but it was manageable and you had those strict hours where like you start at three get off at 11 or you start at seven get off at three right maybe a little leeway every once in a while someone's late but like nothing major right you know? yeah um the new company um that was so fortunate to be, you know, transitioned into. So fortunate. Um, yeah. They, um, there was no health care. They gave you, um, I guess they provided you some type of reimbursement. And it was like 30% <laughs> what you paying out so of pocket. So they had to wait for you to break your leg and then only paying you 30% of what, what it costs to get it fixed. Right. Exactly. Lovely and system. And if I was to get health insurance. Right. Um, and no one was on time. Like I said, I was there for four days. And, you know, the first day they were supposed to start, I got to work bright and early. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to put my best foot forward, you know. Try to make it work. Right. Because at that time, they had gave me the title they had been looking for for yeah. a while with um, the original company. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to show them, like, I'm good at this, whatever. And I'm ready to train. I'm ready to, to you know, network with, yes. the, you know, the management. And no one showed up. Eight o'clock comes around, nine o'clock comes around, and I'm still in, you know, my original mindset where, like, this is the company I work for. So right. I'm black. I, I no longer work for this company. So, like, am I doing the right thing? Like, right. I'm not really sure what I'm doing here. So it was just a bad taste in my mouth. And, like, mm-hmm. throughout the day, each day got worse and worse. And I was just like, what am I settling here yeah. for? Like, what is this? What is this? So eventually I took a temporary job in between time before I have my current one. Um, and that was even more stressful. Um, mm. Working in the concierge business is really stressful. Yeah. Because um, it's almost like a sense of entitlement um, because you are an amenity to them. Right. Like you're not, you know, it's not like we're with management and we're right. setting the rules and this and that. And it's like, I pay you to be here. And it's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. don't. Uh-huh. But, you know, so it, it was, it was, um, it was really heartbreaking to be honest like it was just in the midst of everything that else was going on with me like i will say 2020 did not break me 2021 did oh my god yeah oh <laughs> like my i would be the first to say that like 2020 was it was not bad for me at all but 2021 was just like whoa that's a different bitch what is this yes oh <laughs> like my i've goodness. never experienced this before yeah so it's june of 2022 mm-hmm. and i am literally just now starting to pick up the pieces mm-hmm. um of just like where things went wrong yeah <laughs> and trying to rebuild those things so yeah it's and been a, a lot of people I, I feel like don't understand the the i mean i know there's a lot of talk about like mental health nowadays kind of in general for mm-hmm. across the people but mental health and customer service oh my god like the need for it i think is just profound yeah so like so you've been through you've done 
uh, Charlotte Radio. Mm-hmm. You've done concierge work. You've done right. some security work. Mm-hmm. You've done the other position between concierge and your current one. Right. And now you're in medical care insurance. Mm-hmm. And they still all have a very high customer service yes. forefront. Mm-hmm. So going into like your first couple of customer facing positions, what were your kind of expectations about how you'd handle yourself with customers versus the reality circumstances that the customers like to kind of throw on your plate. <laughs> right. Um, hmm. I think like most people, when you first get started with working, my first job was in Target mm-hmm. and that was like my first, like, you know, introduction to customer service. Right. And honestly, looking back on it, I think I was spoiled to be honest. Like, oh, yeah, it was a lot more well again this was in what 2010 very so different life has era. changed yeah <laughs> so life has definitely changed um we didn't have any karens at that moment right um but it was it was okay mm-hmm. you know it was a little decent little customer service i was like the cash cashier so it was right okay but um you know fast forward what almost 10 years later i'm like what is wrong with y'all right like do you really see people who work in customer service as like beneath you yeah like like a subform of human? Because you're like, coming to me. Right. <laughs> like, yes, I'm here in this position, uh-huh. but I am an option. Yes. So you come to me as an option, and then you talk to me lowly? Like, right. why would you do that? Right. Um, but yeah, so, and, and it's so funny because it, like you said, you mentioned different types of industries, uh-huh. and like now I'm in healthcare, and you would think it would be a little bit more understanding because you need something from me yeah so you would think that some type of like respect or Mm -hmm. like just kindness is there right um and it's so funny because one of the things that really grinds my gears is like HIPAA verification Mm -hmm. um and you would think most people know that when it comes to healthcare you're going to be HIPAA verified. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you some redundant questions that you may have to gave to every person before you. Yeah. But I have to do this. I'm right. literally doing my job. Uh-huh. I'm not, if I could go straight to talking to you, I would definitely do it. Right. Get you off my line. Right. <laughs> but I can't, like right. I, I have to do this. Cause even if I were to do that, I would get the, the blowback for it. So sure. it's like, I can't, I can't exactly. can do it. Um, so that has been one of the most like aggravating things. And I can only imagine how worse it would be if it was in person. Yeah. Um, so when you do get those like people who are like, they're frustrated, they're like, Hey, this is not about you. I'm really sorry. You know, I just, this is my third time I've called really frustrated. Like, I just really want to get this resolved. Got you. Gotcha. I understand. I'm going to zip through this. Just give me your attention mm-hmm. and we can get what you need. But the ones, like, I tell them that, like, I can tell, you know, on the phone that they're upset or mm-hmm. they're just, like, over it. And I'm like, hey, okay, before we get started, let me let you know that some of the things that you told a person before me. You have to say it again. You have to say it again. I wish we could bypass it. I can't. But if you just bear with me, we'll get through this really fast. Right. Okay, yeah, just whatever you got to do. All right. So can you provide me this? I just gave the person. I'm like. No, sir, I, yeah. just, I just gave you that precursor. We, we just crossed that bridge. <laughs> I just told you we're going to have to do this. <laughs> and so now I'm just at a point, I just I just get quiet because, yeah. you know, it was someone, and, I'm kind of, and I also realized through this, you would think because you work from home, you're not actually seeing these people, mm-hmm. that it wouldn't bother you that much. But honestly, I don't know if it's because I'm fragile <laughs> or, <laughs> or emotional that it really bothers me sometimes. Yeah. Uh, maybe a week or two ago, someone... Uh, was on the line and she was having a really bad day. Sure. 
And I sympathize with her, but I kept trying to get her to understand I'm trying to help. Like, allow me to help you. Like, sure. you can't interrupt me every other word. Mm-hmm. And it was it was one of those, like, calls where, like, okay, well, let me, no, 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 no. I'm like, okay. No, no, no. Like, every word, like, every time I tried to say something, she just came at me, came at me. Right. And, like, afterwards, I just shut down. Like, I didn't say anything. And she's like, this is stupid, and just hung up. So I went on break, and I cried. And, like, I'll cry because. Initially, because she hurt my feelings, and I cried again because, like, girl, why are you crying? And then I cried even more because I'm like, you need to be harder for yourself. <laughs> so it was just like. <laughs> it's a toxic cycle. It sounds oh my like. God. <laughs> it really was. And so I just sat on my porch and was just like, this is why I smoke weed. <laughs> 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 because, like, you just put me through so much like oh my and god you're gonna get yes. off the phone and you're gonna go eat your dinner oh. and forget about it i'm gonna sit here and be like she she why did she do this like, like, <laughs> and i was like this is why i do what i do because i i can't imagine like how do you deal with this sober <laughs> yes oh my god and you know like i said it's just oh god but yeah, it, I can honestly say I never expected to be in sales uh-huh. at all ever in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll never do it again. <laughs> Similarly with you having to ask questions that they've already been asked a mm-hmm. number of times before. So with my position, I'm not sales, but mm-hmm. I'm post sales. So it's oh, once okay. the salesperson has sold them a marketing yeah. campaign package, mm-hmm. they come to me. Well, if, if, if it's not a transfer, then they come to me. And I set up the campaign from the get-go, but it involves going over with them their all the basic info of their business again. Right. Um, and sometimes they're they're like that way too. They're like, I just told this person, like, I understand that, but I need to make sure that before I send this to a design team, so that these words, this information, this name is cemented right. in the digital sphere, hmm. that it's accurate. So just bear with me for two seconds. And those calls all the time, we call them goals confirmation calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, For me, ideally, they would take like 20 minutes. I've had ones that are like an hour and 50 minutes long. Oh, Lord have mercy. And part of and me. They don't have any personality. It's so cringe. It's that. And it's like, <laughs> I've, I've, I've like gone over it in my head. Like my am I just shit at doing it? Like, is that the issue? Am I the drama? But it's all, but I'm thinking to myself, like I'm thinking about how these people responded to my questions because we're talking about their business eventually. Right. Talk about their business, main points, quality of your business. What are your, what are your services? Right. So you should know things you should be prepared to talk about. Right. And they just either one person would just take forever and go on tangents every single time I asked him a question another person had like a group of people sitting behind him and he'd have to confer with them for every single question and we're going over SEO we're going over content we're going over design Mm -hmm. and that's why it takes almost two hours for me to do it and now I've gotten down to an hour Hey, I still have congrats. to work it down like two two thirds more <laughs> until I'm <laughs> at like a good time for it. But yeah, being having to be repetitive, it's like I don't want to say it's healthy to learn that you have to anticipate mm-hmm. anger mm-hmm. and frustration, but it's it's an unavoidable part of the environment. What is your coping technique? Because for me, <sighs> when I first get a phone call, my first thing is, you know, I say my little script, my intro script. Uh-huh. And then I say, well, how are you today? Right. Based on that answer, that lets me know how this phone call is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I was doing, we do have like a whole talk track that we can like follow the whole time. Mm-hmm. I recently just departed from it. 
Because okay. I feel like me trying to say everything here is going to be part of the time problem. But at the same time, it's like coping for me is like just getting up and walking around because <laughs> I can't sit at that chair. And granted, I'm only a month and a half into this new position, but it's like even when you're in training for the first month, they're telling you like get up and walk around. Yeah, we do I not expect too. you to be in there at that chair the whole time. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, go get a drink because they have like a little mm-hmm. deli in there. It's so nice. But <laughs> like go get a drink, get water, Do you get have a wireless snack. headphones? No, I want to invest in some. Uh, they do kind of give you kind of the same brand of them, and they're kind of small for my head. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I need to get some bigger ones or like look into some wireless ones for sure. So how are you like walking and talking? Oh, I'm, it's not what I'm talking. I have oh, to endure okay. the call and then get. Oh, <laughs> I was like, let me know around. how you do that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I mean, you know, I see a lot of people do have like their their AirPods hooked up to oh, their phones. Okay. So yeah, in some of the cases, they can't just kind of walk around. Mm-hmm. And granted, when I was in training and I was un- trying to understand visually in my head what the job would look like in my head, I was like, because there's some nice like uh, windows that overview like South Tryon where we where I work. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to be like in a nice outfit, walking across <laughs> the windows, so luxuriously pitching my sales to this person. <laughs> and that's not how it I is. I love your imagination. Um, I'm still in like, I'm a great first job I've had in forever that, where I can wear jeans. The denim. Oh, oh I miss God, the denim. The denim. <laughs> Literally. So we did, we did like a, uh, what was uh, like a, a virtual uh, open house as mm-hmm. part of the like interview process. Day. Yes. And it was like me and I think almost 30 other candidates for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, plus a handful of the managers who were running it. And I, we were, they were showing us pictures and I legit held them up for a second and said, Hey, quick question. Based on the pictures <laughs> I'm seeing, we can wear denim. Is that true? Not and the they confirmed denim. it for me. And I was like, I'm getting this fucking job. <laughs> Because I didn't know, because I was at the time in the pot for a job with Duke Energy, mm-hmm. um, which would have been a fantastic job. Right. And I hate that I didn't get it, but um, it would have been dress pants again. <laughs> I was like, I'm so done with dress, pants. dress pants. I'm done with the dress boot shoes. I'm done with the dress pants. It's just not me anymore. So the fact that I can wear <laughs> denim now. You're oh, loving it. It's so You're nice. You're loving it. My ass is so much happier. Listen, you I don't know, sweat nearly as much. <laughs> Okay, I understand that. <laughs> I'm the opposite because, of course, I work from home. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes when it's like one of those mornings, uh-huh. I throw my robe on and I get on the phone. Uh-huh. But, you know, I miss getting up and getting dressed and getting ready for work. But like specifically in like dress pants and like a whole because you had a whole shebang on when you were a concierge. Yeah. With the with the blazer and everything. Okay, I had the blazers, I had the dresses, the skirts. I miss all of it. So you missed the whole shebang. I missed the whole shebang. People are different. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand it. Don't but get me wrong. Do I would it. love like a casual day. Where yeah, like, a casual you know, Friday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. something like that. But like I actually miss getting up, which is really odd. And yeah. I'm, I'm almost feeling like you know. Maybe I don't make the best decisions because of gas prices at the moment. Sure. So it's like, how dare you want to go back out there in the world? <laughs> when you have a good thing going, ma'am. Oh, my God. Yeah, the gas thing situation is just such yeah. a, it's such an unnecessary factor. It really, really is. Yeah. But it's a thing. And it's like, oh. I know. And what can you do? You have to get it, around. Yeah. And it used to take me 30 bucks to fill up my caddy. And now it's it's 60 bucks. And I think it's full. You know what? It hurts. You should be really glad. I have a cousin who has a big, like, um, like a pickup truck. Now, do they have to have the pickup truck, or is it like? Well, she bought away before uh-huh. the gas prices, so at Fair this enough. point, it's Fair necessity. Enough. Yeah, um, one hundred and fifty dollars <gasps> to fill it up. So you know, I think my ass will just closed up. <laughs> 
So sixty bucks is pretty good. Sixty <laughs> bucks is pretty good. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's what's it called? What's it called? Um. Uh, uh. Oh my God. Okay. Never mind. I was gonna have a nice little retort to that, but I lost it. <laughs> perspective. Perspective. There oh, it is. Okay. There it is. Pers- perspective. <laughs> but yeah. Damn. Damn. Cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Where does she live? That's for her. Um. She lives in my in like outside of Greensboro. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of is and is she a big traveler for her job? Um. She well. Where ca- they live it, they have to travel. So uh-huh. like, you know. So yeah, basically yes. Yeah. Um, but she recently came, she done my hair. Mm. Um, and I was like, you know, I got the cousin discount. So I was like, So how much do I owe you? She was like, I just charge you for gas. And I was like, please do not tell me it's gonna be one fifty. And she was like, No, I just take forty five. And I was like, Bless you. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> Still hundred and five though. Oh my god. But hey, yeah, I'll take that cousin forty five percent discount or whatever that percentage is. Yeah. Yeah. That works. Well, it was only forty five dollars I had to give her. So it was a steal. Oh, I think she took $45 off. No, no, no. So you still owe like 105 <laughs> No. Girl, I would have looked at her like, I know you left. <laughs> oh, my God. So did, but she did, did she drive all the way down here for, just for the sake of giving you highlights or just like... Just she, to do my hair. Yeah. So, that's a good cousin. cousin. Love. love you, girl. That's a good cousin. <laughs> she took off. How much is that? 105 bucks. Yes. Yes. So shout out to you. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> Ooh. I wish I had cousins like that. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> well, I don't have any siblings either, so, you know. Fair enough. Well, they kind of make up for siblings, it. My siblings, what are they good for? Jesus. <laughs> Lord. So my brother, and this is a weird-ass tangent, but my brother, he recently finally moved out of the house, and he he's living, like, near Burkdale Village. Okay. And um, he, so my, so we have family friends that they're, our parents have known each other since before we were born. Mm-hmm. They moved down here a couple years after we did, and... Uh, their eldest daughter and I, who are f- really close, we would always, like, me, her, and my brother would go out to dinner all the time. But the past four months, he's blowing us off consistently. <laughs> Today, I'm going to get my car fixed over in Cheryl's Fort because that's where she has her shop at. Mm-hmm. And she tells me that suddenly Ben wants to go to dinner with her oh. and not include me. Oh. She's worried that it's going to be, like, a date date. Ooh. So, good luck, bro. Uh, she's not like that but uh you never know she told me she's not but that one date alone you never know that's how things happen lord have mercy would it be good though but yeah i'm still kind of like not red but i'm like a little mm, i'm irked like Mm -hmm. of all the times you've blown us off now you want to do dinner whatever bro (laughs) whatever bro that's okay i'm not salty very salty about it listen look those sibling problems, you know, for most of my life, I always wanted a sibling. I was like, always low key hating on people who did. Uh-huh. But at the ripe age of 31, mm-hmm. I'm so glad I'm the only child because I only have me to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> now, I would be a lot better if I, like, you know, had my husband. I want to be by myself. Same. But I'll tell you what, though, working off South China, Charlotte, seeing all <laughs> these boys. So, so many options, man. Mm-hmm. They all dumpy. And then if they're not dumb, well, no, even if they're dumb, even if they're like six something, they still dumpy. What do you mean dumpy? What's dumpy? Double kicked up in the backside. Oh my God. Come on. <laughs> like dumpy. Yes. Oh my, my Lord. Lord. Okay. I just went somewhere. I'm good. I'm back. Are you back? I'm back. I'm back. I'll be going somewhere after this though. Mm. Okay. <laughs> not to make it weird, but I have my needs. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta live baby we gotta live so going through the different positions when you have had so many positions in the past handful of years alone trying to like 
you know, I feel like during the weekdays of Monday through Friday, we try to get a reprise when we go home. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, it's just this back-to-back consecutive taking of us. Right. When it comes to the weekends, what are your best mental health Mm. relaxation i'm going to do me because i know this bitch on monday two days from now is going to take more shit from me (laughs) what do you do to regain what you feel you've lost oh that's a really good question yes i love that question um one sleeping in yeah that's that's my major thing like um i'm not a big morning person Mm -hmm. um i think the morning is beautiful and if i'm able to get up and see it and take my times in it. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. But um, honestly, just having a really trend, like um, intentional morning. Right? Yeah. Um, where I can get up at my leisure. Yeah. When my alarm is not sounding. Um, maybe have some breakfast. Again, I'm not really like early morning breakfast person. I'm more of a brunch person. Sure. So a good brunch is mm-hmm. always good. And again, like I said, you know, tapping into my plant-based lifestyle. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> um, and just maybe getting up with some friends. Yeah. Um, lately, uh, some of my good girlfriends, you know, we're all single. So we like kind of made it a point to get back out there into the dating world. Sure. Physically. Like yeah. not online or just talking to the guy who broke your heart a thousand times. Mm. You know, none of that. Um, so we, um, last weekend, last Friday, we went out. So that was really fun. We just kind of, you know, we're all either in our thirties or like coming into our thirties this year. Mm-hmm. So around the same age. So it was really nice. Kind of like, I don't want to say club popping cause we didn't club hop. Yeah. We just went from like bar, <laughs> Yeah, but that was really fun. So, um, I think just finding the time to do what you want. Right. Yeah. And sometimes that's not knowing anything. Yeah, and that's okay. For sure. You know, if your bills are paid or if you got a a, a, a program worked out with them. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes you got some things on, on some payment plans. Yeah. Um, especially in this climate. I don't care what these boomers say, okay? Dude, Everything like, is cannot be fixed by forfeiting your, your four for four at Wendy's. Okay? No, no, no. Um, but just doing things that like you intentionally make you happy. Right. So if that means, you know, at 10 o'clock, I'm cutting off all communication. I'm going to, and this is my guilty pleasure, like lay on my couch and look at Judge Judy in the yeah. people's court. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't feel like washing dishes, I'm not going to wash them. <laughs> um, so just really being intentional about what I do. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. <laughs> during my downtime. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty much what I do. What about you? I'm in a weird space right now where it's like, I don't do anything anyway. I mean, I'm 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 either gaming or I'm watching. <laughs> oh I just got access to my brother's HBO Max, so I'm Ooh. like re I'm binging Gossip Girl right now. Oh, nice. oh, it's so nice. But at the same time, it's like where I am in Mooresville. Mm-hmm. <sighs> granted, I could go out and do stuff now because I just got paid and I was broke. I just got paid. Um, but it's like I've been to more. I've I've been to Mooresville. I've been in <laughs> Mooresville for coming on. Jesus, 20 years now. Okay. And I'm just like at a point where I need a new environment because mm-hmm. even if I choose not to do something, I'm I'm very wishy-washy in the sense that I'll switch my mind or my choice at the turn of a at the turn of a hat. I don't think that's the proper phrase, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I but like I'll saying. I'll switch gears real quickly. And so I'll start off the morning my coffee mm-hmm. ideally it's a fall morning so if i could wake up to fall every morning that would just be how i do my life but summer <laughs> summer apparently has to happen i don't know why but summer's here 
And um, with me not having a working AC compressor right now in my car. Oh, okay. You're feeling it. Mm, and I got some, <laughs> some some shit yesterday. But um, um, but yeah, I feel like because I, I'm like that and I can switch around real quick, I'll, I'd like to start off the morning again, coffee, fruit. I don't necessarily okay. want to cook, but if I feel bougie, I'll make some kind of like omelet or something I'll like say, that for you're me. Um, but definitely do that and maybe do that till like 10 o'clock. I am a pretty early person. I'd, I, I want to be able to wake up early, refreshed, but my dumbass is always going to sleep until like two o'clock in the morning. Mm. So it never pans out. But when I can, on those rare occasions where I can do that, I want to like be up, take care of that stuff, 10 o'clock, maybe go out on the town. If I can walk to the town, even better. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to have to necessarily drive to town. Um, and where I am in Warzel, like we're not in within walking distance of even historic downtown. We're a good two miles away, plus away from there. But everything happens four miles away. So mm-hmm. it's like, come on, you know, <laughs> what the hell am I going to do up here? Whereas I'm pretty sure almost anywhere down here in Charlotte, like you can walk somewhere and do something in Charlotte. Mm, that's why I want to relocate go. here. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Um, and my parents, because I'm still with them and it's like, yeah, I'm 28 with my parents. Calm down. But Listen, <laughs> my last, my ex, yeah. um, him recently broke up and he still lived at home with his parents and he thought that was going to be like a major red flag for me. And I was like, no, it's not. Yeah. Because if you look at these rent prices, uh-huh. okay, and if you want to live kind of bourgeois, yeah. all right, you better stay at home yeah. <laughs> until you can save your buckets. Lord have mercy. I wish, I wish, I wish. Granted, so... <laughs> I'll hold, up, I'll hold up on that tangent. But yeah, my parents <laughs> want to do a whole bunch of work on the weekends. I'm like, why? Why? And granted, so my dad just left a position that he wasn't happy with. So he's at home right now. Mom's biggest income in the house. So my dad's just kind of doing a lot of housework right now. Mm-hmm. And like in the weekends, they're still doing more shit. It's like, first of all, <laughs> like my dad, because he's a neat freak, he's doing a lot more than he really needs to mm-hmm. on any given weekday at the house. My mom full-time but she's also a manager so that's not always just 40 hours a week a lot of times there's a lot more than that right and so but like so why are y'all out in the middle of a north carolina summer on saturday the 16th putting together a really bougie ass glass chandelier for the foyer oh wow plus you're like doing other like you're weeding and doing shit like that they want to do a bond yeah it's like first of all they convinced me that i am never going to own a house because i do not want to take care of a yard I have zero is- I, issues in the yard. That's one thing I can't wait for. Really? I, listen, I want a garden. I want to moldy grass. If I can move into the gardens there, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get that though, because garden is designer garden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, with like 2020 and the pandemic, so many people had turned their like energy that pinked mm-hmm. up can't go anywhere energy into their yard, mm-hmm. right? So they now, as a result of that, have this like a lug like not luxurious, but they have so many additions now in their front and backyard that they right. have to upkeep, and it doesn't bother them. I don't get that. What are you doing? Because this is why y'all are tired. This is why y'all are tired when I want to like do something as a family on a Saturday. Like, Because you're wasting your energy doing yard <laughs> shit. Like, dad is home. Let daddy do it. <laughs> but I think, I think it, <laughs> it's daddy's home. Um, I think it's one of those things where like when you pull up or you leave, come back, it makes yeah. you feel good seeing it, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, well, look at this. Beautiful, you know? And I did that. The other neighbors suck. <laughs> Man, my neighbor. I know. I'm about to say, I've, I've heard about your TikToks. neighbor. She watched my TikToks. Yes, <laughs> I've seen the neighbor. 
Haven't well, seen him. And that's days. another reason to be outside because he's outside. So yeah. let's go well, put that in out the there. a week and a half, and I've been looking, but shit, <laughs> Lord. But yeah, like I'm, I'm in that weird place. I'm mm. not really in a settled, ideal place for my weekend catch up of energy type thing. I understand that. It's. I think the only reason I still have that weekend set up because. Um, even in the midst of like, I'm just gonna be very frank, even in the midst of my depression throughout yeah. the year, I had a boyfriend, so he would keep me, you know what I mean? It yeah. was like, almost like a hidden depression. He really didn't know how bad it was, right? but it was there. And because he was active and he wanted to, you know, take me out, yeah. and, you know, do different stuff. It kept me, you yeah. know, in that mindset. So even when, after we broke up, it was it was easier for me to kind of transition. And, you know, sometimes when you're alone, it, you can, well, not only did I, <laughs> not only did I go to therapy. Yeah. That's one. Um, I went to therapy. So that helped a lot too with, you know, the breakup and being depressed and stuff like that. Sure. But um, it kept me in the mindset of I need to be active. Like I yeah. need to do things. Um, and then just thankfully, I think a lot of people over the last two years, um, we're going through different things. And mm-hmm. this year people are feeling a lot more lively. Yeah. So, you know, we're back outside. Yep. <laughs> Catch me outside. <laughs> but um we know we're God, back outside her. we're more i know right but she's getting money though but i know um, ain't that a bitch about how the system is set up Fuck. right yeah she's getting what do i do with my life mm. but um so yeah you know we're back outside we're back you know seeing people not mm-hmm. too scared to go see nope. people concerts are back granted but, certain people were never scared right right um you know i love a good concert yes i love a good concert yes. um and just like activities and things are back yeah. so it makes it a little bit easier now but honestly, um, it's and, it's been kind of hard. And Charlotte has like beautiful places like Camp North End oh and like gosh, yes. places where they do. I forgot where we went that one day. We we saw our friend do um, in that kind of to <clears throat> be backyard back room drag show. Oh, Plaza Midwood. Plaza Midwood, yes. Mm-hmm. And I have not been back there. I think since that day. But they had. I think that night. I don't know if there was like a carnival going on or like some kind of like arts showcase. But like. All that community energy there. Mm-hmm. I don't get that in fucking Mooresville. <laughs> right. Mooresville is just like 150 by. It's really like that. <laughs> Unless you find yourself upon Williamson, then maybe that's something else, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. Lord, I need the, that's why I need Charlotte. <laughs> but like, uh, I've always heard of like hidden gems in Mooresville. Depends on how hidden. Well, do you like the lake? I did. We used to have a boat. We don't have oh. it anymore. So I, I can't comment on the lake. It's been like years. Okay. It's been okay. a while. Because I hear a lot of people like do a lot of things at the lake, the area. Yeah. Is it lake Norman? Lake Norman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll definitely find certain coves where like you can, you can like come across like 11 linked up boats. Mm-hmm. And people are just, it's a whole freaking fiesta over there. Join in. Be like, hey. Join in. <laughs> like, and they're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Our pro beer. <laughs> oh, hey. Exactly. <laughs> BYOB, I'll bring your beer. <laughs> Just let me know. Just, Just let, let me know. know. Or White Claw. I like you know, White Claw. It's, you know, I've never had a White Claw before. It's actually nice. I, I, I don't do really... like a white girl. <laughs> That's what my brother said when I brought home like a variety pack the other weekend. He was like, oh, bitch, are you a white girl? I'm like, I mean, first of all, you know I'm basic as fucks. <laughs> kind of. Yes. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Yeah. Um, me and my, I'm going on a boat ride for the first time tomorrow. Ooh. I'm so excited. Where are you going? Is it going to be Lake Norman? Lake Wiley. Lake Wiley. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And like, it was just uh, impromptu invite, but I was just like, I've yeah. always wanted to do one. So hell yeah. What kind of boat? Um, I'm not sure. It's like a rental. Um, okay. But I can't swim. So, you know, <laughs> I hope they got the little thingy thing. So is it going <laughs> to 
a life preserver. Yes, thank you. Or preserve this life, life please. <laughs> <laughs> please preserve this life. So wait, is it gonna be like one of those like kind of like uh like tour boats, like the Lady of the Lake or the Catawba Queen, or like someone's personal boat? Uh, no, it's like a tour boat, gotcha. but like you can rent it. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, some some friends are renting a boat in like for Father's Day. Oh um, right, right. That's tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. I forgot to. Yep. Um. And you know what? I even offered to cook tomorrow morning, and my dad's like, "I don't want you to cook." I'm like, well, I got nothing else. So no, not I got nothing else. <laughs> You're out in the city. Go get him a gift. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know where to go and I know where to go like in Morzel, but like he's got so many weapons already. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. It's just a bigger city to do it. Yeah. So kind of like pinpoint where, what you want to get him. Yeah. Just put, throw it in Google. Throw It'll it. direct you. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. No, my dad passed away, so right. I ain't got those problems. Right. <laughs> yeah, my dad's still alive, but his mother passed away a couple like a month ago. Okay, so you so, gotta be a little nice to him. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm really excited about that boat ride, though. And yes. I made sure to put it out there. I was like, hey, I really want to go, but I can't swim. Is that going to be a problem? Can somebody save me? Right. And she was like, yeah, we can save you. I'm like, gotcha. cool. <laughs> we can save you. So we're still tossing you in the water. <laughs> is what I Listen, heard. That's what I not. heard. Because when I get out that water, somebody ass is going to be mine. <laughs> if they save you. Listen, let me tell you something. Funny story. <laughs> Last year. I went to my friend's Lazy River in her community, uh -huh. right? Oh, Lazy River. I almost so, drowned. Y'all yes. know how 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 low uh -huh. the water level is in Lazy River. I almost drowned real life. Like, not even joking. Like, I didn't, like, confuse it with just being underwater. <laughs> yeah. No, I almost drowned. <laughs> and, like, I kept going around and around. And then, like, I remember I was I came back up and I was like, oh. she was like, stand up. And I was like, what? She's like, stand up. And I was like, oh. Oh my God. So like, I kind of wish somebody had recorded it because like that was unbelievable. And I, I, think, I like to think I have a lot of good common sense. Right. And not that day. Not <laughs> I was dying. Like I literally, I remember I stood up and I was just like, <clears throat> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get out. Recompose. Right. Because, you know, you got to grab your breath. Because I'm like, because <gasps> I can't, like, I don't, I don't process what to do. So right. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> she was just like, you're okay. Like. <laughs> Jasmine, it's three feet of water. You're, right. you're fine. First of all, I'm only 4'11". So that's a lot. That's a lot for me. <laughs> if we want to be honest, that is a lot. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. And. She lives in um, Waxhaw, which is kind of bougie in the other area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. North Carolina. And I remember, like, standing up. And I look, like, around the, you know, like, the pool deck, whatever. Yeah. And there's this white dude who's just looking at me square like this, like. <laughs> and I was just like, you could have helped me. <laughs> and I got out of the pool. And I was like, I'm just going to go over here and recover. I, I, I won't be in there anymore. <laughs> and so maybe, like, two times I kept seeing him. It looked so, like it was so much fun. I was like, let me just ease it down. Cause like at that time I grabbed onto the wall. I was like, not again. <laughs> Cause my whole head and like I mean I was like a rolling ball. Okay. Oh like, my god. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing, Brandon. <laughs> that was funny. Then I thought I was dying. I was mad nobody helped me. Like I was mad at my friend and I was embarrassed. And then I was mad at this white man <laughs> just looking at me. <laughs> Was well, so, he a part of the group or just like some random white some dude? Some random white <laughs> man. <laughs> but he 
had front row seat. Like when I tell you he had front row seat to oh. my demise. And like when I looked at him, the way he was looking at me, pissing me off. Cause he was just like, you cannot be serious. <laughs> and I was just like, you could have helped. Oh <laughs> my God. So, yeah. I hope they don't. I'm pretty sure they're not gonna throw me in the pool. On the bright side, <laughs> by the way, you mentioned going round and round. It sounds like you have the right propulsion capability. <laughs> it's just the direction of the like actual implication seems to be a bit skewed. And let me tell you something. I don't do no type of flips. I don't flip. <laughs> I don't cartwheel. Like I don't do anything. And suddenly my ass was acrobatic as hell. Like just <laughs> and like. I don't know, like, you know how you remember, like, a moment, and you can just, like, screen, like, you know, snapshot every part of it? Yeah. And when I came up and I saw my friend face, she was just like, stand up. (laughs) (laughs) This is the funniest thing, man. The funniest thing. She's like, I'm happy no one got that on camera. Yes. (laughs) And it was was my friend and then her friend. Thankfully, we all knew each other, like yeah. you know. But like the faces was just oh unbelievable. It was so funny and so embarrassing. So that's why I had to like. And then we're the lifeguards. You didn't see me twirling about in this place, river. <laughs> but I guess everybody thought, "Girl, just stand up." <laughs> like, <laughs> like that. But if you kept going, you probably thought, "Oh, she's doing that on purpose. She's totally. <laughs> she totally knows what she's doing." She's like, showing off is what she's I doing. No type of buoyancy, okay? I was like, I thought at one point I was supposed to float. <laughs> like, what happened? Because I had the little the little thing on. You had a floaty on? Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, when was this going to save me? <laughs> so yeah. I wonder if that's why you kept living because it kept pulling you up, but then you kept floating yeah. around. <laughs> Brandon, I almost died. And it was so funny. I told anybody that would listen, that's exactly what I said. I was like, I almost died Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, what? Oh my God, what happened? I was like, well, I was in Lazy River. And everyone's like, stop. (laughs) Excuse you? (laughs) Ma'am, can you take a shower safely? Because like, what happened? (laughs) Oh. So, yeah, oh that's my, my story. God. I stick to it. <laughs> I almost died. No one, no one no helped one me. Saved me. Like, not even reach out a hand. I guess it was like, you're not going to drag me with you? Like, <laughs> you can't even handle three feet. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I was going to talk about something funny about when I went to begin New River up in the mountains, but that just took it all out of me. <laughs> So I'm really hoping that everything goes with them all. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going with her parents too, uh-huh. so I feel like they're not gonna let that happen to me. I'm like, you thought that about your friend too? Well, we the same age, so okay. you know how that is. Yeah, kind of on your own. <laughs> but yeah. her parents are like, you know, like my adopted parents. So right. Okay. I, okay. I feel really. That's the only reason. Now, if she told me she was going on a boat with nothing but people our age, hell no, nah, I ain't. No, nah, no. Nah. They gonna let me die. <laughs> no, it's a, it's gonna be about Snapchat and TikTok, TikTok first. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. How, oh my God, could you imagine going viral with that? Oh my God, that was like so many people who get caught on these unintended like viral. Thankfully, videos. it was last year, and like I said, the the community she was in was very much older. Yeah. So if it had been like you know maybe at the YMCA or something, somebody mm. definitely would have took a video of oh, me yeah. drowning in the lazy river. <laughs> Um, but thankfully no one caught me, but yeah, I almost died. <laughs> she almost died on Saturday. 
I was down on Saturday. <laughs> just let you know. And my mom, when I first told her, because that's exactly how I told her. Uh-huh. And I was like, Mom, guess what? She was like, what? She's like, I'm like, I'm glad to be alive. She's like, what happened? I was like, I almost died on Saturday. And then when I told her, we're from a little small country town. So when I said it, she was like, it didn't click. She thought I was saying like a river. Like, uh-huh. I was in a river. And then I kept telling her. And then it was like, she got quiet. And she was like, what's the lazy river? And I was like, you know, I don't know things to be at the, you know, um, like community, like parks and stuff, whatever. She's like, how deep is that? <laughs> and I was just like, it ain't about how deep. <laughs> it's about my lungs being filled, my ears, like my nose. <laughs> it's about how I expected that to be the moment that ended it all. Right. <laughs> like, but I'm here. I'm but here. I'm here. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Sorry, Mama. <laughs> right. She didn't understand. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, my gosh. But, like, so. <laughs> Whew. Be forewarned. <laughs> Doing things on the weekends that are meant to help you require, re, regain what you lost during the week can take a lot more from you. Yes. <laughs> I will say, so I did, yeah, I did go tubing down New River once in the mountains for orientation. <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so we were, I think we were in the river for like two hours, something like that. Okay. Just floating along there's there was one girl in the group though she was like towards the edge and there was a stork drinking water or like looking for fish Mm -hmm. and then suddenly it had to lift its beak up because this girl (laughs) in a tube just came like this far from its face just came floating by it just went like this like the hell (laughs) was that a fish (laughs) should should i eat that (laughs) and then she realized and she flipped the fuck out and she fell out of her it fell out of her (laughs) tube Oh my god! The bird flew away, but that was pretty funny. But yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Good times, good good nice rest and reprieve during mm-hmm. New River. Ooh, for sure. Uh, do you have any particular moments in current job or past jobs that tested your mental health in a way that you weren't prepared for? Oh, absolutely. Um, the the job when you shared together, uh-huh. I was not prepared. Which for one? That. Um, the concierge. Okay. That was not the job. Well, first of all, our radio job yeah. was very testy. Brandon more so than myself because I was bitchy right along with her. Like, <laughs> we can do this back and forth if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> but I will have to say the concierge job, it, it tested my mental health so much. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why when it ended, mm-hmm. I did kind of found myself in a depression sure. because I felt like I gave so much to the job. Mm-hmm. And um, I really just... I wanted to be in a place where I could grow with the company. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, coming from my radio job where we felt like we were stuck. Yeah. Like we were never going to get anywhere mm-hmm. type thing. And then when I came here, I'm listening to my boss tell me about this amazing, you know, growth she's had. She went from being a, uh, you know, a leasing agent to now you're right. the manager, a property manager. So I'm like, damn, it's, it's doable. Yeah. You know, and I'm participating in um, the, you know, the business trainings mm-hmm. and, I went to the award show and I'm seeing all these major people in the company. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is doable. Like, yeah. this is absolutely doable. And so when I started realizing that, like, that wasn't going to be the case for me. Yeah. And honestly, looking back on it now, I knew it was because of my looks. It, yeah. I didn't match the look that they were looking mm. for. Um, For the most part, I wasn't, you know, tall, blonde, and blue eyes. Sure. So that that had an effect on me because it was just like, damn, like, what? what age are we in? Like, are you serious? Like I'm right. hard working as shit. Like yeah. anything you ask me to do, like I do it. 
I'm, you know, professional. I handle all these problems. I yeah. take on shit all the sure. time. So that was really um, just, it's really disappointing when mm-hmm. it ended. Um, and I kind of felt like, what, like, what am I working towards? Like, sure. what, what is yeah. all of this? Like, you know, my, um, at that moment, I no longer was doing a podcast, mm-hmm. um, um, doing my podcast ahead and just kind of being in that media realm, which, you know, the reason why I started is because radio wasn't giving me the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I started that because I wanted to show the people that I had the, you know, skill set and all those kind of things. Right. So I felt like, okay, so not only did this not work, this didn't work, not even ask for this job. This kind of fell upon me. Yeah. Um, and so all of that combined together, it just really did take a toll on me um, for, um, I guess, just feeling like, I was lost, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people in our older generations, they're used to having that feeling when it comes to employment. Right. So it's kind of like, you need to get over that. You need mm-hmm. to just go to work, you know, sure. and, and stay there. Stay there for 30 years so you can retire. Right. You need to have that mindset. And that was kind of the thing, like, unfortunately, my mom was telling me, I was just like, you know, you're getting older now, so you need to realize, where do you, what are you going to be doing? Like, sure. you need to have a job for 20 years. You mm-hmm. can't keep flip-flopping with jobs. And so I was just like, but, like, one, I didn't ask to be let go, so that's one. Yeah. <clears throat> Two, like, I think a lot of us are at a point where we're, like, we're no longer just going to work to work. We want to work and be happy we're going yeah. to this job. I want to feel appreciated. I want to mm-hmm. know that my hard work is not only going to give me, like, a quote-unquote reward. Right. But like, my hard work is something I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. even if, let's say, if I got a job and they say, you know what, for the next two to three years, you're only going to make $60,000. That's it. I'm sorry, unfortunately, that's the only thing we can do. After your three-year mark, um, you know, you have increases yearly, whatever. You know, yeah. stuff like that. Um, and if it's something that I love to do, I would do it. I would legit do it. Especially $60,000 a year. I'm, I'm just using that even for, like, yeah. you know, even if it was 40000 Yeah. Um, If it's something that, like, I truly, like, find joy into mm-hmm. doing, even in the bad days, yeah. I will absolutely sign up for it. Because it won't take more than it needs to from you. Exactly. And likely when it's something You'd you want to do. you willing to give it. Yeah. The challenges that come with that world are what you're anticipating. So you, exactly. you accept it. Exactly. Or not, not even just accept it, but you welcome it. Exactly. Because it's part of that world that right. you want to be like a part of. Right, and I like challenges, so that's that's no problem for me. Yeah. Um, but when you're doing something that you know is is out of necessity, you don't have a real love for it. Right. Um, it's just a situation where it's like, I have to pay these bills. And on top of that, you stress about it. Yeah. Because you're more likely you're not getting paid what you really need. True. So, you know, that kind of opens up a whole new can of worms where it's just like, what what am I doing? You know, right? Yeah. <clears throat> kind of go back to that um, that that mindset. It was just like I'm lost. I what? How am I going to pay these bills? How am I going to get the the things that everybody say we need? Right. The cars and the house. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you get in your thirties, oh no, you can't be living in an apartment. But yeah. You've been knowing with yourself. You know. <laughs> um. You know, and so you know, taking these trips and you know all these things you want to do. Right. That is so glamorized in society. Um, so yeah, it definitely, definitely took me to like a really dark place. Um, only because it just felt like everything that had worked for up to that point, um, kind of like crashed down. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I speak about this briefly, but like, 
when I was younger, in my younger years, um, like 20 to like around 23, I had got mixed up in some trouble, right? Okay. And I um, had like went on probation mm-hmm. and it was just another dark time for me. Sure, yeah. Um, but I was young, so I was just like, I can get through this. And mm-hmm. I totally revamped my whole life. Like the person I am now was not the person I was going to be if I had went down that path, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I always felt that resilience and I always felt that drive for me to make things happen. And so, you know, fast forward when 2021 came, it was just like, you got this, you don't mm-hmm. make it happen. And yeah. I didn't have no fight. And so it was just like, wait, wait, hold up. Like, this is not me. Like, girl, you are big on just rolling with the punches and making things happen. And so when that fight was just weak as hell, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is, <laughs> right, is yeah. this really happening? Like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, girl, fight for this. Mm-hmm. Like, do this, you know. Um, this is a little boy staring at me outside the window. And I oh. <laughs> um, but it was just like, it was really like off-putting because that was – I kind of almost hung my head on the fact that I did change my life. I yeah. did, you know, um, reshape the trajectory. Get my center right? Trajectory. Trajectory, yeah. yeah, of, like, where I was going. So when this happened, I just, you know, just, like, the first month, I was like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to get me a job, and I'm yeah. going to do, I'm going to show you, you know. Yeah. And it was just like, I'm going to show you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you, boo. So, okay. Yes. okay. Right. Bet. So, you're right. I th- for... The radio job, yeah, that was definitely kind of a weird thing. I feel like through that, it was tough, but it was like, I was more thinking like what I'd been sold coming out of college. Mm, mm-hmm. Like I was sold like a faulty product. Like I was sold something that just didn't fit right. the reality. I feel like so many people feel that way right now. Oh, my friends from college, we all were like going hard for it. Yeah, they're like, no, nah, this was not what we were expecting especially right. with whom we were working with and what we got to do mm-hmm. beforehand they're like no nah, that's not it but i think the hard position for me was a position i took right out the gate from there which was working it was my first communications management position it was for a construction company nonprofit, and the work itself is what drew me in because it's like veteran oriented construction you know oh, good yes, storytelling yeah, um because i was in statesville um, so it was a shorter commute, which was nice, but it was, it was hard from the get go, not because of the work itself, but because of the, the ethics of the team I was on. Mm-hmm. So like on the face of it, they're very, they were very nice people for sure. But day two, I realized that, and not to jump into politics hardcore in any way, but I realized this was an environment where I was only going to be okay so long as I operated within a certain vicinity mm-hmm. or like within a certain, um, it couldn't be your full self. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Essentially. I couldn't, I couldn't be full on who I was. And, um, I went along with an inclusive environment. <laughs> it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I heard growing up the parents I have, especially my mother, when it comes to things like racism, you'll see nothing piss her off more. Maybe mm-hmm. sexism will piss her off. And it does piss her off quickly. Right. But racism will, like, she will go from zero to 150 so fast, my mother. Uh, and that comes from the fact that with a huge Mexican family that we have on her side, with all of her cousins who have so many shades in my family and the shit they went through that she didn't have to go through because she has a white dad. And so that filtered through she's white passing. Um, 
I grew up with like, like I, I can't stand it. Being in the environment that I was where it wasn't prevalent, but it was there and I mm-hmm. heard it and it was, it kind of, it was in the air. It made the mm-hmm. air feel weird at times. And it's thick, thick cur- almost like crooked. You know, people mm-hmm. say like when you, like when someone speaks, they come, the air comes out of their mouth crooked. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that. The whole, I think, seven or eight months I was with them was just that feeling every day. Like, I did my job for sure. Like, you know, I went out and took video, which was fun. We went to events, which was fun. I did some production work. I was right. doing, like, web design and ma- and maintenance and, like, email campaigns. And it was all fun and stuff. But, like, knowing that that was the only way I could be, quote, unquote, safe. Not that, was, not that I felt like my life was, like, in danger right. in an extreme way. But, like where that was the only way I could be accepted mm-hmm. was just doing the job. Like I couldn't be as myself as everyone else around me had right. no issues doing it they because were that at the core. it would have been off. It right. would have been the opposite of what mm-hmm. they were for and what they supported. And that, and all of that on top of the fact that I was not only, I was a lot further from what I had wanted to do professionally, which of course was actually be an on-air talent for radio. Right. You know, the position you and I had was not on-air talent. It was not mm-hmm. what I, we would call it. There was vocal work, but mm-hmm. uh, at least on my end, they wouldn't let you do vocal work for stupid all. ass reasons. And but it wasn't it wasn't what we in- right. expected and mm-hmm. hoped to do. So this job was. Aside from that environment, that toxicity, on top of being so much further, not even at all the same of what I wanted to do, yeah, it was just it was I, I ended up having to leave that job for me at that point because mm-hmm. I was at a point where I was like I don't know what I want to do. I know for sure I can't be with this environment longer than I already have been, and I need to reset. So. Right. I left that and I was, I think I was unemployed for a couple months. I was at home, so it wasn't a huge deal, but I had bills. And uh, so that got a little sucky for a while, but that was like a low point because I was like, I got to a point where I couldn't operate because not because I couldn't do the job, uh, but because I just, I couldn't find the stuff to give the job. I just, I didn't have it anymore. It drained you. And so on the face of my, uh, announcement of leaving what I gave them was I have personal things going on and I'm not able to operate in a way that would benefit you is what I told them when the reality is I can't stay in this environment because it's like it's causing me to lock down mm-hmm. and not question myself you yeah know? question myself not be able to be a be able to humanely express myself mm-hmm. I can't stay here um but yeah, that was the hard point for me, I think, yeah. out of my recent positions. So I got a question for you. You know, we've always kind of navigated pursuing professional careers, mm-hmm. but also having like this niche where we want to create our own type yeah. of um, you know, reality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I know for me, um, last year, another part that really brought me down was you know, I, I had to take a break because I had so much going on. The first three months of the new year, I found out some major like health issues. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whoa, you know, so that kind of took me off my, my A game with like podcasting mm-hmm. and doing the media stuff. And then it just like trickled down from there. It was like every month it was something different. Yeah. It was just like, shit, I can't, I can't do this right now, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but has it, in the course of, you know, you finding your way, whatever, 
I know for me over the last year, another thing that has really um, kind of made some low moments was seeing people that were, you know, right there with me making those headways, mm-hmm. make it, Yeah, you know, and, you know, doing the things that you wanted to do or, you know, not even a jealous mindset, but it's just like, damn, it kind of makes you think like, if I just kept going, if yeah. I had just yeah. pushed through it, right. or this isn't that, I could be there too, mm-hmm. or, or just feeling like you're, you're left, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, well, well, I lifted you up, like, right. could you pill, could you just bring me up with you yeah like, you know? yeah um how have you dealt with that because i mean that's something that I'm, I'm still struggling with to be honest yeah and i mean so to start off with like my physical health i've never been in the best spot and i'm like i have this horrible habit of just not like i'm trying to get better physically but like i know last time i went to my doctor which was like a couple years ago mm-hmm. i was not in a great spot so i've got no idea what's going on right now but in regards to that i think Going off of that idea, my biggest fear is really the fear of being left behind. Mm-hmm. Is like, because like when we graduated back in sixteen, every other person in my close knit radio family group got a radio gig, a TV gig out the gate, and so I had one, two friends that moved up to Pennsylvania, one friend moved over to Sacramento, one friend that's still in Lenore, but he was given his own morning show. Mm. And another friend, I think he, I don't know if he went back to Chicago, but um, he got a TV gig. Mm. And so and with my first three years at the gate being, you know, you and I working together at iHeart and with what our situation was there and knowing that everyone else around there was, um, or everyone else that I knew already <laughs> making those paces, you know, it's just like, you know, my biggest question was always, what's wrong with me? Right. Like, what did I not have that they had? What am I doing that I maybe shouldn't, but and they, they didn't do? I spent so much time comparing me and trying to figure out what was wrong with me right. to not be afforded the same opportunities when mm. I felt so much that I did the same work. I had done an internship, which was fantastic. I had gotten into this great... Um, uh, uh, program so that I can go to Vegas and see this big conference from the broadcasters from around the world and all these other things. And I, I'm the one who didn't get something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was never a jealous thing for sure. It was right. always just like, what's wrong with me? Like, right. it's always, and I hate that that was the, the way I went, which was something's wrong with me. I'm deficient somehow. Right. Right. <clears throat> but, um, and now we're at a point where, all of my friends who did get those gigs, most of them are out of those gigs. And, um, and for the two friends that went to Pennsylvania, they're now back in the triangle area. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's where, uh, they're dating, but the guy is, that's where he's from. And I've spoken to him over the years on like Facebook messenger and whatnot. And he said, yeah, we've done the radio thing. And now we're, they're moving on to more like communications stuff right, in the back end. Know. And, um, right, exactly. <laughs> And as much as I'm happy for him and I was happy to assist, give him some pointers because I had already been in those positions mm-hmm. at the same time, I was like, God, you know, I, I wish I had also gotten to do the radio because you wanted it. Like that's you what wanted I wanted to be a real thing, yeah. not just a, um, a moment <clears throat> in history. Right. Yeah. And, and just like you said, with, you know, the podcast work is, is our is us cultivating our own way of of commu- of communicating, of engaging people and of making sure that we facilitate conversations that we feel need to be had between people. Um, 
my mother has been telling me like you cannot you cannot for the sake of your just utter safety go through life only comparing yourself to people like that oh my gosh yes you cannot constantly be like what is wrong with me that i didn't get what they got and we did the same things kind of thing and that's a hard thing to pull yourself out of because you get so rooted in that mindset you really do but it's like uh it's for me it's just kind of a day at the time i'm doing this now and i'm one of my biggest issues for the past what's those 2016 it's now 2022 for the past six years um has been consistency that's Mm. one been one of my biggest struggles is consistency Mm. granted starting my first well my second pod the first version of this podcast starting that on january 1st 2020 was not the greatest timing in the world um especially when it's kind of like you know guest interview centered so Mm -hmm. like what am i gonna be able to do during a pandemic no yeah yeah right and so this year this show has been relaunched it's since april this will be my 10th episode in i've been consistent i'm reworking like my website which i love to do i'm looking to give it a new feel a new aesthetic which i'm excited about i am talking with i'm more engaged here at huga and we Mm -hmm. do like networking things so we get all the podcasters together and we talk about things that we want to discuss how do we want to grow um and i'm like networking with them and getting ideas and like touching base with new um there are a lot of really cool up and coming um, or like startup businesses here that help facilitate marketing and design and things like that that I'm tapping into. So doing that is helping me because I feel because when I do those things, when I'm on my on my back end of my website okay, and, I'm, right? and I'm messing the fuck with it, it feels so good. That's it's amazing. like this is like what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to get paid for it yet. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Being on the mic here with you, with all of my guests that I have been so far, this is just like, this is like a serene feeling for good. me. It feels yeah. fantastic. Cause even like you, you know, we talked about earlier, like having your work day and this may be it for you. That's their, you know, your relaxed moment on the weekends. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying though, because I, I felt the same way. I felt I mean, of course, we definitely went different paths. I went to a technological school, um, Carolina School of Broadcasting. And, you know, they really sold the idea of networking, like make sure you network and Mm -hmm. and keep in contact. So I did all those things. And when I launched in Soul Media, it was just like, you know, I built all these amazing connections with people and, you know, some more um, acquaintances or just, you know, people I know Mm -hmm. um, that some came friendships. And so when things really hit the fan for me, I felt strong because I'm like, I know these people. So, like, you know, I'm going to do something I've never done before yeah. and reach out and say, hey, I'm really in need right now. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know? And no one came through. Right. Um, and, you know, there was one person who offered me the job that I have now. Yeah. Um, I'm very thankful for it. But otherwise, it was just like, it was so disheartening. Yeah. Like, it was like, wait, so I showed up for you so many times. Mm-hmm. I, you know, put your name in rooms. I, you know, celebrated you. I created events for you. Yeah. And you, you, you wouldn't even like just offer me a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so it, it was really disheartening. It, it, it made me feel like this isn't where I need to be. You know what I mean? And especially um, during like 2020 when like, you know, the civil unrest, um, is that the right word for it? Civil unrest? Civil unrest. Civil unrest. 
civil unrest happened. Um, but it did rise. <laughs> it rose like a muscle. <laughs> but, that shit um, strapped itself to a rocket and took the fuck off. Right. Um, so when that happened, I saw how many people um, in the Charlotte area really got like... Oh, I'm trying to think of the right words. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be petty. Um, they received a lot of um, opportunity from it. Uh huh. Um, and when I had done the document, well, interview documentary style of Breonna Taylor's friends. Yes. Yes. It kind of felt like people were like, oh, "You're just trying to do." It. I'm like, "No, like I'm doing it from a real place. Like right. I could care less if two people watched this. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt so, you know, um, just." I don't want to say felt bad for them. I just wanted to let them know, like, somebody hears you, right? You know, everything's okay. Um, And I reached out again Mm -hmm. to some of those individuals, and it was crickets again. Yeah. So then it was just like, wait, wait. So what what are these connections Mm -hmm. we've been building? Like, what is going on here? Like, are you just an opportunist or... Are you, you know, just so busy now? You know, yeah. like, what is the case? Like, what is what is going on? Because mm-hmm. when you thought that I could be of aid to you to get you to the next place, you mm-hmm. were right there. Right there. Smiley, smiley, you know, whatever, whatever. But when you felt like, oh, I got it now. I don't need you no more. You mm-hmm. know, so it was just like, no, nah, I was doing right. that authentically. Like, right. I really was doing that because I wanted you to win. Right. I wanted me to win. Hell, I want everybody to win, mm-hmm. you know? Um. So, yeah, it's so, like all of that kind of like comedy. combined together and it was just like it was um it's i mean rethink everything that i had been building for that point yeah so i paused everything currently now in social media still paused Mm -hmm. you know um because i'm trying to figure out who am i like who am i who am i representing what do i want to do for my future and it's not because i'm a lost or anything like that it's just that i want to make sure i'm doing this thing from an authentic place right i don't want anyone think i'm using their uh you know their success as a way for me mm-hmm. to get a pinch off of them. Right. I don't want your pinch. Right. I want my own pinch. I want my own bucket. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I want my own everything. Right. Um, but it just it really puts things in the um perspective, like you said yeah. before. But I think it just comes back to, you know, certain things need to happen for you to see it. Yeah. And if they never happen, you'll never see what's mm-hmm. in front of you and you'll still be, you know, kinda got those rose colored glasses thinking everything's great and the whole time it's just like, nah, it's really not. It's not. Um so yeah, it's it's been a learning lesson for sure. And like you said, just that that feeling of being left out, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it was even some friend groups and I thought like we were just a big friend, you know, yeah. like, oh, y'all hang out with each other. How you doing? Whatever. And then I realized, oh, y'all going on trips. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all having dinner? Like, why mm-hmm. did I get an invite? Like, why right. am I just seeing this on social media? Right. So it was just really, it, like I said, this last year and a half has been like so forthcoming for mm-hmm. me. It was just like, damn, like everything yeah. I thought it was, is not, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and it, and that'll affect anyone. Right. You know, because you kind of, create this world around you know certain people and Mm -hmm. you know habits and things but um yeah definitely going to therapy has showed me like your mom told you you can't compare yourself to anyone Mm -hmm. because everyone can be up right now yeah but in five years it could be the opposite way you know so you know continue your path i'm really proud of you that you've been being consistent because consistency is everything that's so hard (sighs) okay not only with podcasting Uh, with weight loss lord have mercy (laughs) She but, didn't even say I'm coming. She's just like, hi, I'm here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, but yeah, like consistency is everything coming from podcasts to weight loss mm-hmm. to being happiness, being intentional. All yes. the stuff has come with being consistent. Um, 
But I've yeah, I I'm working on that too as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's a process. Life is crazy. You it just is. never know how it might happen. Yes. You just never know. You just gotta do what makes you happy and that you feel, you know, confident in mm-hmm. and, and let it rock. Yeah. Definitely be open to shifts in movement and direction. But always find some time for yourself, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Either you're sleeping in, doing mm-hmm. brunch. You waking up early, get your coffee, get some fruit in your mouth. Or are you taking a year off? Taking a year off. <laughs> do what you got to do. Do it for you. That's <laughs> the goal. Yes. Jasmine, you've always been a delight on these airwaves with me. So thank you so much for joining me again yes. on this episode of Casual Babble. You'll be back. Yes, absolutely. You will be back. Doing great things. Doing great things. So in the meantime, we wish you well. Go follow uh, Jasmine. I will link her stuff down below in the description. And that's if you're on YouTube. If you're not. Go from wherever you are right now to YouTube and (laughs) and find the links there or follow me on my socials, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You'll find out there. Thank you, Jasmine. Yes. Thank you for having me. You're so very welcome. And I really appreciate you having here and we will see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.